be reading our lesson for this first and really second now full week of Lent together in the Gospel of Mark in chapter 14, and I'll begin reading in the 10th verse. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests to betray Jesus to them. And when they heard this, they were glad and promised to give him money. So he started looking for a good opportunity to betray him. On the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, his disciples asked him, where do you want us to go and prepare the Passover that that you may eat it? So he went and two of his disciples told him, go into the city and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him wherever he enters and tell the owner of the house. The teacher says, where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large room upstairs furnished and ready. Make the preparations for us there. So the disciples went out and entered the city and found it just as he had told them. And they prepared the Passover. When evening came and arrived with the twelve, while they were reclining and eating, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me, one who is sitting here with me. They began to be distressed and to say to one one another, Surely not I. He said to them, It is one of the twelve, the one who is dipping his bread in the bowl with me. For the Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. And it would have been better for him if he had not been born. Verse 32. Then they came to a place named Gethsemane. And he told his disciples to sit here while I pray. And then we turn to verse 41 through 46. Then he, came, then he came a third time and he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Are you still sleeping and resting enough? The time has come. See, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let's go. See, my betrayer is near. And while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, suddenly arrived with him. And there was a mob with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. And his betrayer had given them a signal. The one I kiss, he said. He's the one. Arrest him and take him away under guard. So when he came immediately, he went up to Jesus and said, Rabbi, and he kissed him, and they took hold of him and arrested him. This is the gospel of the Lord. As we turn our eyes upon Jesus again and anew this evening, I'm reminded of the amazing exchange, the amazing exchange that God makes for us. For we hear in this text tonight uh, a great exchange from betrayal to sacrifice and grace. And that's where we're going. But let me first talk about another exchange. It's one of my favorite stories. Uh, it's about a young man by the name of Kyle McDonald. I love this story about him and his red paperclip so much you've probably heard me tell it once or twice. Hey, Kyle McDonald in the early 2000s, in the early days of Craigslist, wondered what would happen if he offered up his red paperclip for trade. What could he get? He was going to play a game known as Bigger and Better. 
And so he went on Craigslist and offered up his red paperclip. You can uh, follow Kyle's account on his website or uh, one of his TED Talks if you want to hear it in detail. But 14 trades later, starting with a red paperclip, he ended with a deed to a house. And this is a true story. It happened. In fact, it's launched the whole rest of his career. Uh, and you can find his webpage online. But Kyle started with a red paperclip and ended up trading it for ultimately a house. Pretty great exchange. Pretty sweet deal in so many ways. And if you see some of the trades in between, you'll just be even more amazed. But that exchange is nothing in comparison to the great exchange that we hear in this text this evening. For Jesus' very close friend, Judas, one who he'd done life with all these years, for a man for whom he'd loved and invested in him, not only betrayed him, but planned to betray him, prepared to betray him, and betrayed him, he did, with a kiss. He laid his eyes on Jesus, and he did that, he did that with eyes of betrayal. Now, some have said it's because he wanted to uh, force Jesus' hand, uh, but either way, he was betraying the one uh, for, that had loved him and invested in him. And one of the ways that this word betrayal gets translated in the, Old, in the New Testament is to give him over. And we think about this exchange that I'm talking about from, from betrayal with a kiss. He gives Jesus over with a kiss. And it's interesting that same word gets used in the scriptures when the Father gives Jesus over to the cross. This is the exchange that I'd like to draw your eyes to because you and I with Judas maybe not for 30 pieces of silver but most certainly do we betray him in so many different ways and even on that very night of his betrayal and we know those words so well in the words of the institution what was Jesus doing on the night of his betrayal he was preparing, preparing to give his very body over for us. He was instituting Holy Communion, the, the means of grace, a way to give us his love and sacrifice from now, from then until now. On that very night that he was betrayed, what was he preparing to exchange for us? Not a get back at Judas, not I'll show you what you need to learn. Instead, Jesus an even greater exchange than a red paperclip for a house prepares to give his very body, the, the very God who created us, sacrificing for us so that we could have life. And so as you uh, follow with me in this text in Mark 14 tonight and take it home with you as you go. I encourage you to take those bulletins and study that text again. 
I hope what you'll hear and see is an exchange greater than any kind of exchange that could possibly ever happen in earthly terms. For Jesus takes earthly substance, his very body, his very flesh, and sacrifices himself up for us, even though we don't have eyes of love gazed upon him. We, like Judas, have eyes of betrayal. But instead, like a red paper clip for a house, he gives us something much bigger and better. And that is his love and grace. That's the promise that we have this Lenten season. And that's the promise that he reminds us to turn our eyes back to this evening and every evening as we turn our gaze back to Jesus. And so I invite you to take home this bulletin this evening. If you didn't grab one, feel free to do so. And take time this week to turn your eyes on this scripture text printed here on your own Bible at home and turn your attention to this great exchange, this incredible sacrificial love that God has done for us. Even at the moment of his very betrayal, he was preparing to give that grace for you and for me. I'm going to close this devotion with a prayer, and then I'm going to invite Brady and Anna up to uh, lead us in our sending song, and then I'll have a benediction for us before we head off to all of our evening opportunities tonight. But let's pray together. Gracious God, your great exchange is greater than anything that we could ever imagine. We pray, Lord Jesus, that we would... Remember that gift, receive that gift, and turn our eyes anew to you by your grace and seek to follow you because of all that you've done. In Jesus' name, amen.